0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Final Checkpoint Podcast. This is episode number 89. Each week, we react to the latest video game news. And we also talk about games we're playing, but that's on a separate thing. And you'll see that later on if you're going to stick around here on Twitch or YouTube. If you're listening on podcast services, that's on a separate show. Don't ask questions. We'll fill you in. My name is Joel. And I'm Ben. Man, I know you love the intros. That's why I keep Your doing.
1: Your intros it. are just getting worse somehow.
0: Like it, the further we get into the show, they just get more egregious to me. I'm still recovering from last night slash this morning. Okay, Our uh, right. Very long. We uh, had a little bit of a drunk soul stream that started uh, a little late, but man, did it run run late into the morning. I think we finished around like two, a little after two a.m. Yeah, that and sounds about right. by the end of it, I think I was half asleep. We were playing uh, Drawful 2. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I think the last thing I drew was a tree doing another tree doggy style. And oh, I, that's right. And yeah, I, I right. no idea what <laughs> – it literally my, – my prompt was a tree making sweet, sweet love or something like that. <laughs> that's what it was. It was bad. That's what it was. But – uh No Logan this week. He's feeling under the weather. Um, You know, probably ate too many maple bacon bar donuts, as Mm -hmm. he does. But that's okay, because we have a very special guest. For the first time on Final Checkpoint, visiting us from twitch.tv slash and Wasted Talent, Josh Beard. What's going on, guys? Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being here. We are excited to have you and excited to hear about everything that you have going on. Uh, We know Josh from the Game Fanatics, another former TGF'er, but Of course, TGF is a family, so we all always come and go and hang out and chit-chat. I've seen you kind of... uh, I feel like it wasn't that long ago that I saw you kind of blowing up on Twitter with uh, some sports stuff going on over on Twitch. And I was like, man... I know, I know Josh does a lot of sports radio and, and sports-centered stuff on Twitch. I wonder what's going on. So um, I want to hear all about what you have going on over there
2: on your Twitch channel. Oh, man, I have too many things going on. Okay, I'm glad <laughs> you blocked out 35 minutes because I'm going to need mm-hmm. to go through a rundown. Of, no, uh, I, I mean, I, I, I'm I somebody – and we were talking about this before we started the show, right? First of all, number one, I think your intro was phenomenal. Have, being somebody who has been – Clown for the way he intros things all the time. Nobody will understand the art of introing anything. It is difficult to go from completely dry to, be like, by the way, it's completely normal that I'm talking in your ear now. Let me introduce the everything. So yeah, I think your intro was completely fine. So Thank that's man. the first thing I have to get off my chest. I Leave him alone, that. Ben. Leave him alone. <laughs> uh, but no, I, 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 we were talking about this before the show. I'm somebody who just... I have to always be doing something. I have to always be finding a way to do something. And whenever I got out, I spent a long time in the military and I knew when I got out, I wanted to do something around sports or games. Uh, And I've just been lucky enough to find my way doing things around sports and games. So. I did sports radio for a really long time, but I backed out of it because I got I had an opportunity to go into the esports world. I got a job with a company uh, called Mainline Esports here in in Houston, and that led me down the path that I'm on now, where I'm I'm casting for a Valorant League, I'm casting Rocket League, I'm writing for another uh, website called Ritual Motion, uh, which Ooh. that's been incredible so far. Um, and I've gotten this opportunity because Twitch really really wants to pump out sports content. You know, uh, Twitch is really pushing any you know more than gaming content. They want to be a place where people can come to pump out any kind of content that they want. Right. And, and sports happens to be one of the realms they really want to jump into. And I know the right people. And I met some, some people through my random journeys in, in sports media and in the gaming, the esports world where they were like, Hey, we know you're on Twitch streaming already. We know you're already doing sports stuff. Would you like to be a part of what we're doing and i was like well heck yeah so they've had me on front page promotions a couple of times for uh and base- uh, what was it major league baseball's opening day nice. um I-, I was on front page for the nfl draft uh i was just on front page they didn't think it was that important so i was only on there for like 10 minutes but that was just enough but for the nfl schedule release um oh, i saw that and yeah i did see <laughs> that yeah it's, it's been wild. They just want to pump out a lot of sports content. There's, there's only a handful of people that are really like dedicated sports content people. And so I've tried to build my channel around that to where now Monday through Friday at 10 o'clock, some days I'll pull an audible and I'm like, yeah, I'm not feeling sports today. I'll play some games, uh, which is the beauty of, of what I'm trying to create with, with my channel. But I, I usually Monday through Friday at 10 AM, I try to do sports and then talk about sports, whatever the biggest topics are and, and try to really marry the, what I, what I, what I did whenever I was in sports radio, with what the world of Twitch is now, right, where you build yeah. a community and you, you interact with the people that are coming in, where when I was on, when I, when I was working in radio, it was just me screaming, and I don't even know how many people's ears, right? It was just like, why are the Texans and why are the Rockets, blah? you know, and and it was, <laughs> I had no idea how many people were, were listening. I had no idea, like, you know, we had a text line and things like that, but Typically we don't sit there and watch it, but on Twitch, it's such a beautiful place where it's, people are talking with me. It's a conversation. It's, we all, the content gets built around what the people want to hear. So, you know, for like the schedule release, it's like, look, I'm going to talk about the Cowboys because that's who I grew up loving. um, But let me know what team you want to hear about. What do you think about their schedule? Let me break it down. And it's just, it's, it's the perfect place for, for that kind of content. So. That's what I'm doing. It's like a whole bunch of different things. And when my, my wife says she hates telling people, you know, well, oh, what does your husband do for she's a teacher and she's like an actual real adult. And, and she has her <laughs> friends ask, what does your husband do for a living? And I told her, just, just tell him I'm a writer, just say I'm a writer. And she, uh, but she's like, no, my answer is always just, yes. They ask, what does your husband do for a living? And I say, yes, because you do 60 different things. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, but I am doing a lot, but I'm having fun doing it, and and I really think that the the sports stuff on Twitch combined with the gaming and esports stuff that I already do, um is really it's it's prime to continue to grow and and get even bigger. Awesome,
0: yeah, it's uh I just remember seeing you kind of blow up, and I did I did remember seeing you on the front page for the NFL schedule release, which I think is is like a huge deal, um uh, because it'd be different if it was like an MLB schedule release because there's like 5,000 MLB games where NFL (laughs) is is such a short season and every matchup is pretty damn important. Mm
2: -hmm. And so I
0: think that's kind of a a bigger deal than, than what they made out of. But um, yeah, that's, that's incredible. I think that's, that's pretty cool. And and it is very, there's very uh, like a, like a small window of people that specialize in it on Twitch because Twitch is more like, you know, game and, stuff like that oriented but there's these small pockets of communities that are centered around something that's not game related and you know you can kind of mix the two but i think um like you see it with art streams and like dev streams and stuff like that and i think sports is really starting to kind of find their their footing there and uh i i think it's it's pretty cool i think that's such a smart play there and uh esports is something that's that's kind of uh esports has always kind of been huge but i think it's it's really found such a home on twitch especially like i watch a lot of uh league of legends on twitch and so i'll watch a lot of the esports there and then valorant's pretty entertaining to watch i the one thing i couldn't really get into was like overwatch because there's just too much going on and it makes my it's eyes
2: hectic hurt. yeah yeah, yeah i don't i don't yeah. blame you it's crazy trying to watch it like i i i every time i have tried to watch the the overwatch league or any kind of competitive overwatch at all it's like i'm about to throw up guys like i don't even know <laughs> what's sickness. happening yeah <laughs> i can barely
0: handle playing it i'm <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't. I yeah. I can't handle play. I have to close my eyes when I'm playing Roadhog. Sometimes, like that's not. I don't yeah. want to do. This. I can't watch people play this. But yeah, it's, it, and and the beautiful thing too is is there's such a marriage. And this is. You know, I, I've, maybe I'm a little biased, right? And I, I and, and maybe I'm just a little insulated to the world that I've created for myself. I, I like to tell people I'm a stained glass or not stained. Or yeah, I'm a stained glass window. There's not like I, I the thing. It looks like I know a lot. It looks well, it doesn't look pretty, but like it looks like I have a lot of depth to me, but I don't. There's nothing behind there. It's just a bunch of colors flashing in your face, but it's just there's nothing behind there. It's sports and video games. That's all I've got. But, you know, me insulating this world for myself, I do feel like there's a lot of marriage between the gaming world and the sports world. A lot of gamers love watching sports. They have their favorite teams and and a lot of a lot of sports fans are gamers, too. And so it's a little niche uh, trying to, to to. to create those like bring those two worlds together but i think it's a lot larger than people realize because you know the stereotype of of your your average nfl fan is he likes to drink beer and barbecue and and do woodworking and create wallets i don't know whatever but (laughs) but then they like there's always the the random stigma of what the gamer is right we're all just drinking mountain dew and eating taco bell like it's the stupid things that we're all that guy from south park right exactly yeah (laughs) and 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 so it's it's so much more diverse than people think and there are so many different ways that those two sides are married together and so it's been cool trying to you know see those world those two worlds show up where some people that come in from my sports streams they're like oh wait you play Valorant? oh wait you play destiny i want to watch that and they'll stay for that and vice versa and it's it's been really cool to see
0: yeah i always uh i hate seeing like when people that aren't into video games when they say like watching when you watch people play games, how much of a waste of time it is like, and then there's people that like, it's the same thing. You sit there and watch people play sports. Right. Like, and I always draw, like when you think about the commentators, like I think about the comparisons and how similar they are. When you watch someone who's commentating on league, league of legends. Mm -hmm. And I remember when I was growing up, uh, watching soccer or football with my dad and hearing the commentators. And it's so alike because they speak so quickly and it's like, they're going back and forth with the players names and stuff like that. It's so comparable. If you ever, and I, I've never listened to like soccer in English, like how the commentators are there, but the way they like on league of legends are going back and forth saying the players names, as well as the character names so quickly and describing every single thing that's happening on, on like the battlefield that you're in, in a soccer game. It's the same thing, even though the ball's just going back and forth between one guy and another. <laughs> They're saying so much at the same time. And it just reminded me like league and soccer are the same thing. It's so similar.
2: It like, is. And, same and like, I it's uh, so I, I started off with casting. I started off doing rocket league, but the only I, it's, I look, I'm not, I'm not a high level rocket league player. I hadn't watched a ton of rocket league, but it was an easy transition for me because Rocket League is so—I mean, it's oh, just yeah. soccer. It's, it's soccer, soccer with cars. So I mean, there there are definitely some differences. There obviously there's a lot but there's a lot different with it, but the pacing is still really similar. It's still the same, and so. Um, now that I've gotten into Valorant, that's a completely different animal. Like I've done I've done all of this all the different traditional sports before, but like with Valorant, I have to watch a mini map, I have to know all the agents, I have to know all the abilities, I have to know all of the different sets, all of the different plays, all of the different guns. And it's like there's it's information overload with sports. It's like I know LeBron scored 35 and had 10 rebounds in his last game. That's literally like the max amount of knowledge I need to know for an NBA game, if I'm gonna call it, but um with 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 esports I, I i have so much more respect for these play-by-play guys for these casters that do esports because the amount of knowledge that they have to have just sitting there just running around in their noggins is wild and and but there are a lot of similarities between what the traditional sports play-by-play and then and then actual like esports casting
0: yeah i, I love the the with with um uh, esports that they still use like their gamer tags sometimes yeah so you're like Sword Art Online is, <laughs> he's got two yeah. kills. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Cool, cool. Well, thanks again for going over that, and uh, thanks for being here. Um, Absolutely. We do have some game news to talk about. Not a whole lot, so I think, uh, I think no. that part might be pretty short. Um, so, Ben, uh, why don't you give us a sneak peek of, uh, before, well, before we get into the news, a sneak peek of what we got coming up on Final Boss Squad.
1: Right, so we will finish up my uh Resident Evil 8 uh impressions. I guess it's the review now since I finished the game. Uh and also returnal for is the main other big thing from me. And you're playing Destiny too, so we can talk about that, I guess.
0: Yeah. Well there's a new season, so I want to talk about that. <laughs> okay,
1: fine, alright, it's relevant. It's <laughs>
2: <laughs> Destiny it was... will always be relevant, man. Why? Yeah. Why, no, Why no. that hurt my heart? It's no no shade with in Dusty Pog 2. form.
1: It's a great game. It's just, I don't care.
0: <laughs> that's fair. I just don't care. I liked it. I moved on. <laughs> I haven't. I came back to it after being gone for a lot of years. I know. It's just,
1: just that Joel has a problem. That's what it is.
0: My problem is I don't have enough time to play other games, and that's the only thing I played for like I, well, an be, hour this week. you <laughs> uh,
1: less time drinking and eating 17 tacos... Uh, that would probably help you so help you out
0: so i'll let me fill josh in real quick so he doesn't just think i'm a taco eating alcoholic too late i already think that no yeah it's too late that's true hey who isn't these days COVID, right um so on the weekends i've been spending my time at my in-laws helping build their pool deck and yesterday i hadn't eaten anything all day but being in Idaho and my my brother-in-law being, you know, just an Idaho guy who works in irrigation. And if he's not working in irrigation, he works on a pool deck and just tossing beer after beer. So I ended up drinking a lot of beers and I hadn't eaten anything. And I was like, well, I'm really drunk working on this pool deck and I really need to get rid of a lot of this beer. So I ate like nine tacos, <laughs> street tacos. <laughs> and... uh
2: yeah Uh, look i i can't say i haven't been there before the older you get the less you remember how much you need to eat when whenever you drink right because like i don't drink i don't drink that much anymore in general but the older i've gotten i've been like yeah i could for sure have four beers and then i'm like oh i didn't eat a thing today this is not good now (laughs) and now you're trying to catch up from behind no it's okay i'll give you a pass on this one i I only think you're you're only kind of a taco-devouring alcoholic. Only a little yeah. bit. Just a, you're fractionally that. They yeah. were small tacos. They were little yeah. street tacos. I mean, it doesn't count. They're still 17 they were little tacos. street tacos. Yeah, little- I mean,
0: two of those maybe counts as one. So do the math, Ben. Because I'm not going to.
1: <laughs> yeah, we we've seen you try to do math and it's pretty yeah, bad. I refuse. Uh, and I refuse I'm not. I'm much better. So. <laughs> Let's get into the news. Uh, as you said, there's not a lot of news this week. And, and these are really just more kind of headlines and and our thoughts about them. Because it's not... You'll see when we get into it. But a lot We're of PlayStation things... Actually, I think everything's relevant to PlayStation this week. Which I ugh, seems to happen a lot. First story <laughs> is we got a little report. I think it was... I was trying to pull it up earlier. And then I, I changed the tab. This is from uh, Sony CFO, Hiroki Totoki saying that basically the PS5 will be hard to find into 2022. So through, basically through another year. So um, my next I know birthday,
0: it, I'll still not have a PS5. Yeah,
1: right. I know right. it took me, what, six months to get one of actively trying to find one. Um, and, and this sucks. I know this is the world semiconductor shortage. It's affecting everything, but... Hmm. I, I really I really wish it wasn't so. I and mean, it's great for them, I guess. They're selling everything they make, but it, it really sucks for consumers and I wonder if they're ever gonna Like this is so unprecedented. They're actually there's been I don't think we talked about it, the reports that they're going to redesign the internals with slightly different components in order to better fulfill this
0: demand. Now does that mean we're gonna get a shittier version of the PS5 That's just for that <laughs> That was my
2: concern, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was
0: like, I don't want this one. Give me it's the original one, it's hard one. to get. <laughs> Not good. A, Not
1: that's good.
2: the first thing I thought of is like, oh, cool. Can't wait to get the bargain bin PS4. <laughs> yeah. Super excited about that. At the exact same price that the good one sells for, right. most likely. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'll I'll wait for the scalp version, please.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh Josh, do you have a PS5? No. So I, yeah, I, I've got an Xbox Series X. I originally had both of them pre-ordered um, and I stupidly got rid of my PS5 pre-order because I'm a dumb dumb, and I'm like, you know what? I don't need both on launch. And then I bought a new PC and my Xbox Series X is mostly superfluous and, <laughs> and I wish I had a PS5, especially for Returnal, which I just, I, it's killing me that I can't play it yet. Um, and so I've been trying and trying and trying and I can't get one. And I had one, I mean, I literally had one in my grasp, in my hands and gave the pre-order away. And so, no, I don't have one yet. And it makes me sad to hear. Whenever I saw that news that, it, that it's going to wait until that, that it's going to be until 2022, that it's going to be backlog. I mean, think about the, the games that are coming out, right? Like horizon yeah. forbidden West is back half of this year. They just announced that not that long ago. Right. Uh, and like, there are a bunch of other, the other titles. I haven't played um, uh, demon souls yet. I haven't played miles Morales because I refuse to play it on the PS4. I want to play Insane. it on the PS5. And so <laughs> I, there's so, my backlog on PlayStation is going to be absolute insanity because I, I just want to play all these games on the PS5. And, and look, I, I'm i ready to go. I've got the funds for it. I've, I've made enough money doing NFTs with NBA Top Shot. I'm ready when the <laughs> PS5 comes out. Like, let's go. I've I've I had A $23 investment is going to get me my Oculus Quest 2 and my PS5. So we're feeling good right now. We just need the opportunity to, get to, to actually get right. one of them. And if I have to wait until the end of 2022, I might cry. You're going to see a grown man cry like a baby if I have to wait that long.
1: It's pretty bad. I, I always said on the show, it's never been harder to give someone $500 as it's been for this <laughs> PS5. Yeah, well, yeah exactly. I mean,
0: You've seen it. Sony released it in in, uh, in China. They don't want our money.
1: <laughs> okay, wow. Wow, Joel. Wow. <laughs> I'm just saying, where'd they get uh, those PS5s? I mean, they, they had to come probably from the factory in China, to be fair. <laughs> just hold on to those, guys. And those are for you. Those are for you. Somehow you can afford them with your slave wages we give you at the fucking factory <laughs> making these things. Uh it does suck. I wish it. I wish it wasn't so. It is funny how the narrative is very much Sony and PlayStation centric. Uh, you know, can't find a PS5. You also can't find a Series X. Like it's still the same kind of thing. It's just the fervor isn't there. Uh and I, I do not think whining there is. is
0: loud enough when we're trying to find a right. Xbox. We're just. I, well, I think there I is
1: a, a Sony bias, and like with a lot of media, it's very Sony heavy. There's not a lot of Xbox people. Um, I think that's just that's just why. Also, they did win. I mean, there's like 110, maybe 120 now. PS4s out there, so PS5s? that's a lot. PS4s. <laughs> PS4s. That's about. Oh, well, about. Oh,
2: 120 mil.
1: Million. Did I not say million? Just say 100. No, you just said
2: 120. I was like, yeah. what are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, damn, man, the numbers are way lower. I, should, yeah. I, I could sell mine for like three times the cost. <laughs> well, I, and I, I think part of it too is, is just like, there are actually titles to play on the PlayStation right now. Like I'm an Xbox fanboy through and through. I always will be. And, and people kill. I have, I have friends that are Sony, that are Sony bros and they love their PlayStation. I have a PlayStation four. I like it, but I'll always be Xbox first, which led me to getting the series X over the PS five. But the fact that, that the halo infinite got pushed back the way it did. Right. And, and there was no, there was no real title on, on series X at launch. And there still isn't. So, PS5, they, they, you know, Ratchet and is going to be coming out soon. They've got Returnal out oh, now. You know, they, they, you can play Miles Morales on that. You can play Demon's Souls. There's a reason to have a PS5 mm-hmm. right now. And that's I think that's where a lot of the hype comes from for it, because they're, like any of the games that you could play on the Series X, you could play it on the PC, too. And, and I played. Oh, my God. I played my sad little heart. Cyberpunk 2077. I played it on the Series X instead of the PC like a dumb dumb. <laughs> um, and, but I had to, like, I had to, I had to justify purchasing a series X. So I played cyberpunk on that. Right. Um, I played Valhalla on it because I wanted that on, on launch when I got my series X, but I could have easily just done UB Plus and, and, or Ubisoft plus and, and played it on my PC. And now I've got this brand spanking new, clean, beautiful, uh, desktop that I want to play everything on. And I, there's no real reason, Um uh, you know, PS5 PC is the setup for right now. And and there's a lot of there's a lot of hype and a lot of build up for Microsoft, but it's not going to pay off just yet. And right. so that's why the demand is just higher for PS5. And and people like me are and people like me me and Joel are just sitting here waiting. Like, okay, guys, it'll be our turn yeah. soon. I guess maybe. I'm like sitting there looking at
0: my PlayStation 4 not wanting to turn it on because it sounds like a jet engine. Oh, I was so happy to get <laughs> yeah. rid of
1: my... I mean, I was so happy. You turned I it turned on my... and just
0: released it and it went flying out the window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just
1: let it go like a dog on a leash. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: Bye, fly, PS4. You're, You're free. Fly. You're free now. I have,
0: I, a, I have a question to present. Okay. As, you know, since, since you guys are more Xbox leaning. Sure. Now that um, you know, actually, let let me hold it for a later news story that we have. Oh, the Key. last story, perfect. Yeah, let, let me hold, me, right let me hold it. Let me hold, oh, let me okay. hold oh, it. Oh, sorry, that sorry. was teasing. Oh. Forgot, teasing me. I forgot we had that. I forgot
2: we had that. So the one thing I was gonna say is, I I turned on my PS4 the other day to play some Ghost of Tsushima more, just to be like, okay, I want to play so Legends mode for a little bit, and I turned it on. It was like night. My wife was trying to go to sleep. I it literally woke her up, and not the not the turning on sound. It was just the PS4 being like, I just woke. Yeah. Her. She's like, "You have to stop playing." I'm like, "All right, I need a PS5." <laughs> let me, me put my PlayStation my outside so I can I play buy. it. <laughs> right.
1: I will say the PS5. So the PS4 loud, very loud. PS5 very hot. Oh really? It is, it is very warm. Yeah. So I've Ooh. had the Series X since since launch, mm-hmm. and I've played a few things on it. Not not a ton, <laughs> like you're saying. But I went by the p s five just to touch like move wires and stuff. It is hot back there. it is <laughs> very hot uh, it's like my p c would heat up the room. It feel like it's equivalent to that, oh God, quiet but warm, <laughs> yeah, just a p s a cool don't don't put like furbies behind it or something flammable, I guess it's furbies you know all those furbies you got Joel, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah you know, I've yeah, just been Furby collecting collection.
1: them. <laughs> You're a 90s kid. Uh, next story. We have a little report uh, that there is there are going to be 25 PlayStation exclusives in development coming around to this platform. This is a weird story because obviously I, there's not even 25 first-party studios uh, with with Sony. So I'm assuming this is including things like Returnal that would be technically kind of a second-party release. But this is this is big news, and it kind of does relate into the last story. I think what you were alluding to, Joel, with your question, Microsoft is really gearing up. They have nothing on that tree yet that's bore fruit. Yeah, but they've planted all the trees, and they're waiting for it to happen. And this is almost a little bit of a response to that saying that they do have a bunch of titles on the way. We don't know what they are. Um, and we we also mentioned Horizon. That's the big title for this year. Ain't no way God of War was ever coming out this year. So it's it's Horizon. Um, and even that, I feel like, could go either way, just based on their silence. But that's this year. Next year, we'll get uh, Ragnarok. And then what is it? And we know now it's a bunch of exciting, potentially, games for the platform. It's good to hear, especially, like like I was saying, with Xbox. They could come swinging, and it's it's now now's the time for them to strike they've been building this up and they could have a, a really good cadence of every three months a, a pretty damn cool game on game pass for their system
0: it seems like uh also there was that story where they were committing to only like blockbusters remember not that long ago and uh this seems almost like a yeah a debunk or like a response to that kind of like no we're bringing out a lot more games than just these blockbusters guys there's we've got a whole slew of you know studios working on games for the playstation 5 and it's all genshin impact remakes and sequels which oh, is perfect. <laughs> perfect perfect gotcha perfect games. titles
2: <laughs> I'm, I, you know ben there's something you said i'm glad that you said it in in that this i 100 percent feel like this is just solely a response by sony because because of the of of everything surrounding Microsoft right now and the exclusivity or like exclusivity or non-exclusivity of games that are going to be coming out and and look a place that I I really really feel like Sony has done such a great job of creating these amazing gaming experiences it's not even just games it's experiences right god of war is my favorite it's my favorite game that I've played since the first time I played Mass Effect 1 right like they, it, it is, it, it was such a great experience. I went full completion on it. I love it. I've, I've played it multiple times ever since. Horizon Zero Dawn is a great game, but I think Sony is legitimately afraid for two mm-hmm. reasons. Number one, and, and you already brought this up Game Pass is such a killer right now. It's, it, it, it's such a huge, intrusive victory for Microsoft in the gaming marketplace right now, because there is nothing. I don't care about PlayStation Now, PS Now, whatever they call it. I don't care what Sony does. They they do not have access to the cloud servers. They don't have access to the technology and the ability to do something like Game Pass, Game Pass on the level that Microsoft is doing it. And by the time they get to that point, it's gonna be too late. Microsoft is gonna have a stranglehold on that market and they're doing it so well right now. But yeah. then, like you said, if they can start pumping out exclusives every three months, four months, what is Sony going to do to that? I mean, the games that were that that are I'm I'm not I'm, I don't want to sell it. I'm going to tease it because I think that's the last story. But the games that we're talking about that Microsoft yeah. could pump out are are literal triple A, destroy our lives, 250 hours into it. And, and all of those are going to be day one. That's this is what this is what's killing me is that it's the combination of those two things. The fact that every single one of these titles is going to be day one on Game Pass is what's so wildly mind-blowing and that's what sony's afraid of sony is scared so they have to say like oh we got we got 25 new games man don't Mm -hmm. worry like please please just stay stay with us all the while like gamers are just like dude we're fine like we know your games are going to be good but they're great right. like I, I think sony <laughs> and microsoft we can't even and, and buy microsoft... you for some. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah we can't even, I can't even get one yet. Yeah, uh trying to buy it sony and microsoft are, so, are still so dead set in this in this war in this battle that they've created against each other where gamers are just like no this competition is good please feed us your 25 games we want to know everything you have bring all these new ips from us we're also going to be happy with what microsoft is doing over on game pass and we're going to consume it all and I I think more than anything like I love seeing this response by Sony and whatever the the E3 is going to be wild. Like E3 time yeah, next no. <laughs> month is going to be just absolutely insane. Um but I like this because competition just bears so much more fruit than what we had in the last generation. Of of consoles and between these two gaming companies and this these back and forths between Microsoft and Sony are so good for us as the gamers and as the consumers and so I love seeing this I love seeing Sony say oh you know what whatever they're doing this guess what we're doing this now and this like constant uh, 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 like this Cold War between these two companies as they just build up their arsenal is it means nothing but great things for all of us and I, it's got me excited
0: it's much more exciting than last gen where it was oh just. Sony the whole time, because that got kind of boring, because kind of like, well, now they're just... I mean, even though they did continue to release, like, Sony kept releasing great things, Mm -hmm. like, we still wanted Xbox to be there and to do great things, but they were gearing up for next-gen. They were getting Game Mm -hmm. Pass ready, they are building their um, ecosystem up, and, you know, then we saw what it led to. Um, I jumped Uh, into...
2: Oh, well, don't act like State of Decay wasn't one of the tr- biggest AAA gaming experiences of last generation. Okay, I, I did like State of Decay. Yeah. <laughs> I, did, I, I bought it like, on I Steam like... though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I look, that's the thing. I that, I always use that as an example because I loved State of Decay. But it's Microsoft's like their 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 biggest guns that they brought out were games like State of Decay. Yeah. Versus the Horizon Zero Dawns and the God of War's and like they just couldn't contend with that. Like how how a State of Decay? State, State of Decay is supposed to contend with Bloodborne, right? Like, you can't. There's no oh, world no, with, with yeah. those two. Yeah, like, like it's 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 wild. And so that's, we're going to get more of those moments from Microsoft, and it did get boring. I'm, this next gen is just, I don't care what platform you love. I don't care what console you love. Great games are going to be coming out for everybody, and it's oh, so yeah. exciting. I know. Be smart and just get all of them. Yeah, exactly. Just be a yeah. degenerate. Buy yeah. every single platform you can and play yeah. all of them on uh-huh. everything. You don't. Exactly. You
1: don't need to buy your dog food or anything. Just no, like,
2: no. Yeah, buy so him. Buy to eat the grass. Yeah, My kids is. had a great college fund until I needed a new PC, and now they don't. It's fine. They can go to a community college, and it's way cheaper. It'll be all right.
1: It'll be fine. Yeah. it's way, way more there'll worthwhile. There'll be no like colleges there. in five years. I'll all be dead, so it doesn't
2: matter. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what cares? Uh, welcome uh, I, to the nihilist podcast. Now, <laughs> right? Yeah.
1: Let's not go down there. It's too. It's too early or late or whatever. Uh, with the with the Sony. Saying all these things, I, I do think it's interesting The last E3 they did Which was, what, 2019? Yeah, I believe so The one that was uh, In separate rooms, and it was Basically just Last of Us uh, Dreams Interstitials Ghost, and uh, Days Gone Also? No, that would have been the Days Gone Anyway, it was like three games they showed um, Ever since then, they've really had A very small slate Of upcoming titles Mm-hmm. there hasn't been a lot like oh there's sight. this and that. like you look at like we're talking about xbox there's so many things they keep revealing and they're coming soon whether that's one years two years three years away 10 years sony <laughs> like sony we don't know or 10 years away like <laughs> it's like the next skyrim um yeah. <laughs> but with sony we don't know what those titles are we get little drops of it like oh this miles mouse is coming there's demon mm-hmm. souls okay and then horizon and god of war but that's only a few things, and we know there's a lot more studios and a lot more potential that could be coming out there. So that's very exciting. Like you said, for E3, like this is this is the big big E3, the first E3 of the new
0: generation. It's it's gonna be big. It better be big. They really yeah, do make a lot be. of third third person games. <laughs> they do, do, man. That's all those are.
1: <laughs> yeah, and Returnal, Ratchet and Clank. Every single title we've listed is is third
0: person. I think they Action, forgot how to third person. They forgot how to go in first person view. <laughs> uh, maybe they did, yeah. <laughs> They're like, "Oh shit." <laughs> oh man, we can do that. We don't know the hot, we don't have the hotkey anymore. <laughs> we don't have the hot <laughs> They're like, "Where is it?" <laughs> it's like press press, press the, the macro key. for first person. <laughs> uh,
1: very small little bit of news. We had the new uh DualSense controller colors, which look nice. It's about time. Um that we got different colors than the silly white. It looks good though. I'm looking at it right now. It looks fine. Good. But how much you are got these? Got black one, and a red one. Seventy
0: dollars each.
1: Yeah, they're like seventy dollars, which is a lot.
2: Um, I may or may not have already ordered the black one. Perfect. And I don't even have the PS5. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I'm preparing myself. That's what the, the black looks, looks so good though.
0: It's still a bummer that they don't do the design studio like uh, Microsoft mm-hmm. does. Well, the design lab is closed right now. Also, oh,
2: we should yeah. bring that up. Yeah, they closed it down like two. I think it was a month or two month, two months before release, and then they're going to open it back up again. I think like yeah, later yeah. this year. Or yeah, like
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Shame. So, yay controllers! Yay, yay controllers! I mean, you're going to need them. Those when those triggers break, play all these
1: games, and those and those drifts happen. Such as, uh, oh man, yeah, there is rumors of drift. And I will say, I've had my PS5 uh i guess a, a hair under two weeks those adaptive triggers one of them definitely feels a little different than it did um i don't i don't know and i said this from the beginning this shit ain't gonna last there's no way i just don't buy it uh it's not good Mm-mm. don't trust it it feels cool but that that's kind of a a different conversation i'm not as wowed by the The features and the haptic feedback as everyone else it just Mm -hmm. feels like nifty gimmicks Mm -hmm. and it's cool when it happens and it's implemented well especially in uh games like returnal or uh or astro especially but I, i i don't i don't know that i really really need that i don't know if holding like having to hold down l2 really hard to aim down the sniper rifle in resident evil if that really added much other than oh yeah, I got to remember to hold this down really hard. Otherwise it won't take out the gun. Like, I don't know if that really changes the game a, a significant amount. Like I, I went, I played, uh, about two hours of mass effect on Xbox, uh, cause I might as well use the Xbox. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. there's many reasons actually, but the shooting's fine. Like I don't miss the clicking of the right trigger to like pull a trigger. I don't miss that. Uh, and I don't miss the haptic feedback stuff. Like, I, I want the game on the screen. This this other shit doesn't really do much for me. And it does feel like gimmicks and stuff that is going to break and uh, affect the longevity, I guess is how I should <laughs> describe it, of the controller. Your controller the controller is just going to explode lungs. one day. It's just. <laughs> yeah. I don't trust
0: it. I don't trust it. <laughs> Your character is going to be holding a grenade, grenade and it's just going <laughs> to. It's just going to happen. Yeah. You
1: pulled it too hard and it actually did pop. And now it doesn't do it anymore. Well. Okay, final bit of story that we've been teasing and dancing around. We got the tweet heard round the world from Jeffy Grub Grub from GamesBeat. Mm-hmm. Or VentureBeat? No, GamesBeat. Uh, saying that Starfield, the upcoming Bethesda title, is 100% going to be exclusive to Xbox slash PC. This goes into the conversation we've been having this entire show. And this is the type of thing that we can expect mixed in with other rare titles fable forza other nonsense from bethesda this is this is really big and this is why playstation had to make that announcement has to come strong because they i feel like they're playing you know there's kind of like the traditional console wars of we're gonna do this they're doing this we're combating it back and forth microsoft basically said we lost Five years ago, Mm -hmm. we lost. Uh And we are going to gear up, not for next season. You see this in sports, right? Where it's about like the dynasty. It's not about the next season. It's about getting draft picks and stuff over years. They were building up years and years and years and years and years to deliver now. And that's what Sony's scared of. And that's what they should be scared of. Because like I mentioned, the fruit on that tree is going to start dropping down on people. And it's going to be potentially bad when you can... Look at it and say, do I buy a PS5 and all the, oh, I could buy Returnal. Oh, it's $70. I want to play Ratchet. Oh, it's $70. Or I could buy an Xbox and Starfield is on a game and Halo and on the new Fable and and all these indie games. Yeah, the the, the choice, there isn't a choice there. There is a decision made for you. And that is, unless you have a bunch of disposable income or a crazy like us, you're buying an Xbox.
2: Yep. Yeah, the casual fan, like the casual gamer if they're looking at those two financial propositions and they're saying, "I can buy a PS Four, and I can buy these same games for seventy dollars, or I can buy the Xbox. Oh wait, I can finance the Xbox plus Game Pass Ultimate, and I'm only paying. Wait, there's I, I'm not going to pay more over that time for those two. You mm-hmm. get the service and the console paying over that that two year span, and you're you're actually saved money." versus if you just bought it outright. I think it's like a $10 difference. So you would pay like $10 or $15 less by packaging, bundling it, and financing it. And that you say, oh, for at least that two-year period or beyond, if I continue to pay the $15 a month, I can play Starfield day one. I don't have to pay the the extra $60. I, I can play... Uh, I, you, EA, EA plays a part of it. I can play Madden if I want to. I can play... I, I imagine at some point the Mass Effect Legendary Edition is going to come out on it. You know, obviously it wasn't a day one. Made me very sad in my little little gamer heart, but it's okay. But, like, you could play EA games on it. You could play... I, I, I'm telling you, I predicted this. So one of the other podcasts that I do is the 1v1 podcast with my buddy Jake, my old Air Force buddy. We predicted this on our show. Ubisoft Plus, and there are rumors out there right now, mm-hmm. Ubisoft Plus will partner with game pass the same way ea play did we're gonna see ubisoft plus become a part of game pass and i it, it's only a matter of time it's a matter of if or sorry it's a matter of when not if and you're gonna see it, here's this i i like the sports analogy on this and i and i've used it a lot but i think i just as you said it i just thought they didn't they didn't prepare for the future microsoft said no we're changing the game we've mm. been playing basketball the entire time no we're playing football now. We're changing the game on you. This is, this isn't, yeah, we might do the exclusives thing, but this isn't just going to be exclusive single player games. Now we're completely changing how the marketplace works. We're changing how the consumer consumes games and Phil Spencer, for all of the warts that he does have, he, he, his, his vision of allowing gamers to play anytime, any way, anywhere they want on a platform that allows them to play these AAA titles on launch. And I always say free with game pass and people kill me for it, but it's like, it is, it is free with game pass. It's not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not watch. Like I'm paying for the game pass service. Right. But I'm playing these games that are coming out on it because, and I don't have to pay extra for them. If that's so for a, me, That's a
0: true analogy because with Disney plus, right. You get those extra movies where you have to pay an extra premium. You can't yeah. say free with Disney Plus for those movies because you pay an extra 20 or 30 for those movies like Mulan when it first came out, right?
2: Exactly. Yeah, so you exactly. could say
0: free with Game Pass because if you have Game Pass, it is free.
2: You're paying, sur- <laughs> You're paying for the service. My yeah. money is going towards my Game Pass membership. It's not yeah. going, to, I guess, in a roundabout way, it's going towards these games. But it's not just going towards Starfield. It's not just going towards MLB The Show. It's not just going towards uh, uh, all these other games. It's going towards an, a library of games that that Microsoft is accumulating and, and mm-hmm. bringing forth that's just they're dropping nukes on Sony's head and Sony is there. I I can't imagine just the realm of panic Sony has been in ever since the, the, the announcement of game pass be being a thing. And then just like the, the sheer months and months of panic that they've had, where it's like, then all of a sudden they announced the the Bethesda acquisition. Now, in in the most obvious news ever who uh, the the amount of people that thought that these Bethesda titles weren't going to be exclusive to uh, you don't pay billions of dollars for a company to to develop games and have them and have them on your 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 largest competitors platform. You just don't. You don't do that. You you want to bring people to your ecosystem, and you're creating an ecosystem that's allowed. Like I I've been playing the Mass Effect Legendary Edition, and the way at Microsoft works now, I was playing it on my Series X. My wife wanted to watch some TV, some of our TV shows. I'm an old man. Yeah, well, I was watching Grey's Anatomy. Leave me alone. So we were watching Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> well, show. I paused. I I, I, paused. <laughs> I paused my shit. game. Yeah, definitely a depressing show. <laughs> I paused my game. I busted out my phone. I turned on the Xbox app and I went to remote play and started playing Mass Effect flawlessly from my phone with my controller. And then when I take my son on Tuesday nights to gymnastics for his two-hour gymnastics practices, I take my, uh, my Razer Kishi controller with my Samsung Note 20 <laughs> XS Plus, whatever it is. I connect that bad boy and I knock out my weeklies in destiny on on freaking uh, on an LTE mobile network or on 5g sometimes depending on where I'm at. but this is the ecosystem that that Microsoft is allowing us to play in where at some point I, like i you can access imagine imagine this world this is the future and this is the, this is how Microsoft has changed the game. Imagine the future where you're sitting at home and you're just chilling, playing Starfield. It just, you've been playing it for a couple of weeks, but crap, now I have to go out of town. Well, you don't want to take your console with you. It doesn't matter. You can take, you can take your phone with you. Or what if this is a future? You take your Switch with you. Because I'm telling you, it's coming. Oh, I it's hope coming. so. Game Pass is its only a matter of time. But they've created this ecosystem where you can take your laptop with you. You you'll be able to play Game Pass, or you can remote play from your Xbox. I I I had a, I had some some family stuff going on, so I had to go up to Dallas recently. I wanted to keep playing my games, but I wanted to play games that were on my Xbox. I was in Dallas, four hours away from my house in Houston, playing remotely on my phone. Games that are on my console at my house. And that's the future that Xbox has created. Phil Spencer talked about it three years ago where he said he wanted the XR two years ago where he said that he wanted the Series X to be a home server. Where you could access a library of games at any time, whenever you want. The play has never always been about Game Pass. It's been about Game Pass, yes, but also all of those AAA titles that you want to play. The the cyberpunks, the the uh, any other game that you can't access from uh uh um uh from the why can't uh, the X Cloud from the Mm -hmm. from the X Cloud app. You can still access them on the X, on the Xbox app from home and play them almost as flawlessly as you would on regular cloud gaming. The ecosystem that they have is incredible. And so Sony, if 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 you're sitting there and you're Sony, you look at this and you go, "Oh my god. We but we've got God of War Ragnarok. And yeah. we've got Horizon Forbidden West guys. I mean, yeah, they're going to be it's going to be $140 <laughs> between the two of them, but we have them, don't worry. And Microsoft's just like, "Nah, don't worry. Elder Scrolls 6 and Starfield, if you have Game Pass, you're going to be able to play them day one. No extra money." Don't worry about it, guys. You know that service that you've been paying for for two years and you've been playing all of those games and, you, oh, look at all those games you didn't think you'd ever play before, but, hey, Ori and the Will of the Wisps was pretty good. You never would have bought that outright, but you got to play it with Game Pass. Well, guess what? Now we also allow you to play Madden and Starfield and Elder Scrolls and all this. It's just it's wild what they've created, man. It's it's sorry I went way too long, but it's just <laughs> insane. I'm it, it makes me so excited for the future of what gaming can be with this ecosystem that Microsoft has created and the the world that we can live in with with how these the, their new consoles and PCs and phones all work together in unison to a, literally allow you to access the maximum amount of gaming and power at any time from anywhere and it's yeah. it's it was the play they changed the game on sony and sony's just like no 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 we were playing we were playing basketball and 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 microsoft's just like nah we don't want to play that game anymore we took our ball and we went home and we started a new game right. it's, i think there is some
1: it's, that's, it's that's a great point yeah I, I think there there is some quote about that like change the game don't if you can't win change the game it's something? there's some quote but you know what i'm saying. If they you can't wait kill them They can't go head to head with Sony the way they were, so there's no point in trying and yeah. and yeah, we're not just going to give up, we're going to do something different that just disrupts the entire system instead, and they've really done that, and they're they're poised I mean they haven't done it yet, they're poised to do it, and really over the next two years we're going to see if that actually happens, and I hope it does just because I'm real tired of these Sony people who just won't shut up and they're just like man gears is not good man gears
0: is great i think gears like and you know my argument for for gears ben to me it's it's the better staple for xbox than halo Oh, than halo (laughs) because halo hasn't been good in 10 years that's the problem yeah um so that actually brings me to the question i was gonna present earlier that i saved for this so now that Starfield is, you know, this exclusive for Xbox and they have Bethesda studios that kind of does for you, like, I guess as Xbox fans, you know, does that make it feel like Halo infinite doesn't have to be that good now because they have Starfield as the front runner to be their big exclusive or do you feel like there's still a lot of importance in Halo needing to be good?
1: Yes, this is the don't fall on your face and look stupid in front of your friends moment. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta pull through here. It <laughs> yeah, doesn't matter if if it's just okay and it's an 8 out of 10. It's gotta be that 8 out of 10. It cannot be the 6 out of 10. You're gonna look real fucking mm-hmm. stupid. You cannot screw this up. You delayed it a year. You, you biffed your console launch. It's on the back of the goddamn box. You gotta deliver with this. Starfield is irrelevant. No one made that purchase knowing. Well, maybe you did. The Bethesda was before launch, but a lot of the hype for the Xbox was before we knew anything about Bethesda coming exclusively. You cannot, no, it, it Halo has to deliver not only just for Xbox, but for three, four, three, and for Halo in general. Like this is yeah. this is the moment for Halo. You cannot put out a seven point five. It was fine. Yeah, if you have Game Pass, go for it. But this needs to be. Halo's back guys it's free to play multiplayer let's go in get game pass I want to play the campaign with you it needs to be that moment it needs to be as big as any of these Sony exclusives you see people talking about the Tsushima Legends uh getting super hyped about that or Returnal or any of this stuff like we need it needs to be that because if it's not that Halo is effectively dead in the mainstream consciousness of a lot of gamers at this point
2: It's their flagship series and and Starfield could be incredible. And yes, Microsoft owns Bethesda now, but Starfield is still a Bethesda title at the end Mm -hmm. of the day. Elder Scrolls six is going to be a Bethesda title at the end of the day. Halo is the flagship of what Microsoft and Xbox are. Everybody who came to Xbox originally came because of Halo Combat Evolved. And and I'm going to use a really I'm going to use a country music analogy, which hey, I'm not a huge country fan, so it's weird that I'm choosing this, but it's the most obvious to me. It's like whenever you go to a Garth Brooks concert, right? you go to a Garth Brooks concert, maybe he has a new CD and you're really excited about that new music. But if he doesn't play friends in low places, that stadium is literally going to riot. It's the one Mm. song. It's like, why do I know that song? Yeah, exactly. Because that song transcends country music. That's why I use this example because it's, it transcends more than just country music. It transcends more. Everybody who, even if you don't listen to country, which I don't, Everybody knows friends in low places, I and mean, that's what Halo is for Microsoft. It transcends Microsoft. It transcends gaming. When people hear the, oh, they're like, "Oh, that's the Halo theme song. That's Master great, Chief. Great theme song." I I met yeah. my I met my wife at a party, and and she I was talking about Halo because this is back whenever I was competing and I was playing competitively. And and I was talking Perfect about control. it with somebody and she she yeah and she she walks up to me and she goes, Oh, you think you're Master Chief? I could kick your ass at Halo. And oh geez. <laughs> my wife isn't a gamer, she knows nothing about the game of Halo. Like she was just messing around with me, but she knew Master Chief. She knew Halo, but she doesn't play it because it transcends that. And if that if Halo Infinite, the flagship franchise that transcends gaming in general, that transcends Microsoft and Xbox in general, if that comes out and it's a flop that is a huge huge failure for Microsoft and and with all of the goodwill that they've that they've gotten from Game Pass that for the Bethesda acquisition with if Starfield is great it 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 diminishes all of that pretty substantially like they don't fail because of it right but it diminishes all of that goodwill substantially if their flagship franchise they can't even get that right so then Mm -hmm. then the xbox fans me i'll I'll be a part of this sony fans you know the the game 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 journalists are all going to come out and be like well how can microsoft if they can't even make sure they get their Mm -hmm. main game right how can they get anything else right? How can, yep. are, can do we trust that they're not going to screw up Bethesda somehow? Like, are, is Microsoft going to Activision Bethesda the way Activision did it to Blizzard? Like, are they going to tear a once great studio apart and and create gaming experiences that are subpart of what we what we expect from a studio like that? And so that's why they have to get it right. It has yeah. to be, like Ben said, it has to be an eight out of ten.
1: Yeah, and it has to be in the zeitgeist as a positive thing. I bring back yeah. the example of Cyberpunk where my parents brought it up to me they don't they don't play that yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah my dad plays madden and i gave him madden to play uh you know <laughs> what i mean like that's <laughs> He's what he and son. he'll sit there and he'll make players for hours and just make the whole team like versions of him or like weird people. And I'm like, okay, you, 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 you. this is cool. I but... love
2: your dad. This is, I do the same type of stuff. I've made like, I've made the different versions of my personality and like the, like my running back, super fat and short. And then my quarterback, really tall and skinny. And <laughs> yeah, it. he'll, he'll yeah. like, I made you this really tall black guy. I'm like, okay. All yeah. right. Yeah, I, that's whatever. Me. me and your dad are pretty much the same guy. <laughs> like, it's a really
1: good wide receiver. I'm like, this is not a real person. <laughs> okay. Uh, but His they brought up ben. me. They <laughs> brought up to me uh, Cyberpunk because it was such a big deal, such a big controversy flop in a way um, that it broke through. And Halo not being good, not meeting expectations, which are high, obviously, that is going to break through. And even if you are a Sony pony and you're not going to buy an Xbox, you're not going to do any of this garbage, that is going to affect the entire gaming landscape in in a way that like you mentioned like oh oh i know halo i don't play but i know halo like that's the thing if the only thing you know is halo xbox and you heard new halo xbox bad mm -mm, that's not Mm -hmm. good and that's your first big thing for the next gen but also of this big grand strategy of having all these studios and like i talked about the potential of every three four months Having a title on Game Pass like this from one of your own studios, if the first one or one of the first ones out of the gate is a flop, it really does start to get that question, that nagging doubt in your mind of is the future of this not going to perform? Is every title going to come out and be a bleeding edge? Like that's Ugh. that's not good. That's <laughs> that game a really was... bad I'm thing. Surprise
0: you remembered that game. <laughs> Guys,
1: I, I
2: really liked Bleeding Edge though, so I like fine. The
1: thing about Bleeding Edge, to, to bring it up, everyone shits all over that game, and and fine, whatever. It didn't perform. Oh, Hit that. Uh, there's a lot of problems with that, but no one talks about that Destruction All Stars game that Sony put out like a month yeah. and a half ago. Just as floppy, no one's talking.
2: That's the Sony bias I was talking about. That's yep. the Sony bias. Hey, yep. it happens. All the destruction all stars is crap. Nobody gave Bleeding Edge a chance. Everybody tried to go to bleed, go into Bleeding Edge and play it like, like they could just run. Like one guy would try to run in and take on three people, but it wasn't like that. It was it was definitely a team based yeah. game. You it had was like a moba, it. basically. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. like the people who came from mobas and played Bleeding Edge were like. You, dude, you can't run into three people and expect to live through that. The people who came in for MOBAs and, and, and actually worked as a team, it was an incredible experience, and I'm really sad that it didn't catch on. More than it did, but uh, Bleeding Edge. I'm, I'm a, sorry. I'm a Bleeding Edge apologist, but Destruction All-Stars is crap. I watch it, and it's crap, and the game's not good, and nobody, nobody's going to play it, but we're not going to – We'll people are going to scream yeah. Bleeding Edge in our face all day long. Yeah, but for the next five years, we're going to hear about Bleeding yeah. Edge. Yeah, yeah remember Bleeding flopped. Edge? No one's going like... to remember. <laughs>
1: yeah. it, no, no one's going to talk about Destruction All-Stars, and <laughs> this is the thing that always bothers me. And that's why I'm so critical on Sony and, and a Microsoft fan now, because no one gives them shit. No one gives Sony shit. They make so many mistakes like this. They were going to charge $70 for this game and put it out at launch. Yeah. And, and now it's effectively not even getting put out on a physical release. No one's talking about it. No one cares. No one's gonna talk about it either. It's crazy. One of,
2: one of my favorite Sony biases, and I love, dude. I'm so glad you use the phrase "Sony pony." That's about to get thrown around so often by me. <laughs> but one of the worst Sony biases is they they take a, a part of their uh, of their ecosystem that is just god awful and try to play it off as a positive. So anytime you get into the Game Pass discussion, the thing I that I see on Twitter, I see it on Reddit, in personal conversations, like, well, dude, Sony has PS now. And they've had PS – PS Now is garbage. It doesn't – you can only stream. The streaming is so broken. They don't have any good – any kind of good infrastructure for cloud gaming at all whatsoever. Microsoft has, like, literally the best cloud servers out there other than maybe, like, uh, maybe Google or or Amazon. Yeah. yeah. But like, but like, PS Now is just a horrible, horrible pile of garbage. You can't download the game. You can only stream them. You I've can download
1: them. PS4 games. You can only download. Da- oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you can Sorry, you can't you- download PS4 yeah. games. It would be better if you could download PS3. Marvel's uh, Avengers got on there recently, right? Yeah. But it's only the PS4 version. Yeah. It's on PS5. PlayStation Now is on PS5. Can't download the PS5 version though can't
2: play it, that uh, it's so bad ps now is not good but but like anytime you bring up game pass those sony ponies come out and they're like the ps now and i'm like it's not have you actually used it or are you just saying those words because no you know one's actually fucking used it no i've i've used it fairly extensively and it's been not a good experience every time i've tried yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> i don't know anyone that uses it as like a source of game like to play games like, as no, their library, no. like, this is where I go to play games. PS Now. Like, they'd, <laughs> it'd be, like, one of those infomercials where they paid, you know, paid actors and stuff like that. Like, exactly. this is where I go to play games. PS <laughs> Now. Like, you fucking liar. It's Marcus on the PSP. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. You see the
2: black, <laughs> yeah. the black and white but Like, have you tried to play Xbox Game like, Pass? Uh, like, oh, no, my <laughs> controller. <laughs> like, the red circle with the cross yeah, through yeah. it. <laughs> Internet's unplugged and they're now.
0: trying to click yeah. the app. It's not working. Yeah. It's not loading. <laughs> the
1: blue screen of death pops up. Oh. They're on
2: the switch.
0: Why isn't it here? Yeah. On Nintendo. That, have
2: you experienced the red ring of death? That was twenty years ago. What are you talking about now? My I God? know.
1: <laughs> it's crazy how successful that I mean that just goes to show you how good marketing and, and releases can be that you can have such a big blunder like that and still be the most successful console that generation. Yeah, yeah. Yep.
2: Yeah. <laughs> It's crazy.
1: Well, Sony didn't help themselves at that time either by everything they did. It's Uh, crazy. That's the news. Yeah,
0: that's the news, everybody. Cool. Good news. Good news. Well, some of it's good news for Xbox. I mean, Starfield. Oh, okay. That's incredible. Sure, 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 sure. I mean, good news for us too because I have Game Pass to like
2: 2023. So yeah, right. Good. Did you also get 50 years of Game Pass for a dollar? Because I did. So. It, it was I wish ac- I did more. I
0: accidentally got Game Pass for that long. So what happened is uh, we got an Xbox One S for my kids, like, what, two years ago for Christmas. And I bought, um, I meant to buy, like, a year's worth of Game Pass Ultimate. And when I got back from GameStop, they had given me only, like, regular Game Pass for, like, three months. So I went mm-hmm. back and I said, hey, this is the wrong thing. And the guy got, like, I don't know if he thought I was angry or something, but, like, he refunded what he gave me and messed something up in the system and printed me out, like, like a receipt with a code. And when I put it in, it gave me to, like, I think it was, like, December something of 2022.
2: Oh, my God. <laughs> like, December 21st. That's incredible. Yeah. So I was like, all right. <laughs> all right. Fine. I've just got Game Pass forever now. Sounds yeah, good thank to me. You. Sounds
0: great. So now I love Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Plus, I just, I've just i enjoyed it. I, I never really had a, an Xbox. Um, the only time I had an Xbox 360 was to play Mass Effect 1 and 2. And then they announced it for like PS3, the Mass Effect 2 version. And I was like, okay, cool. So then I played it there. And then when we got the Xbox One S, I was like, Okay, cool. And I played it here and there, and then I've been playing a lot of Game Pass on my PC, and it's like, man, I like it.
2: Game, Game Pass for the PC is just, yeah, the UI is not great, and I wish yeah. the Microsoft stuff was the better, but it's it's it's, it's been so good. It's gotten a lot better now, and I mean,
0: the the one thing I'll say is, um, I've been able to try more games than I normally would, mm-hmm. and that, en- that's enough for me because if I mostly got it for my kids and. Now they got they have their own PCs, so they like don't play it as often. So, but I was able to play like MLB the Show twenty one like day one, which was awesome. I got to play uh Destiny Beyond Light like day yep. one because they had all the expansions on there for free, and just it's just awesome. And then I'm waiting for X for XCloud on uh iOS eventually here, so I can start playing Octopath Traveler.
2: Oh, I'm so I I actually just started playing that. I haven't played it in a couple of weeks but I started playing it like about 4 weeks ago. I think it was like 4 weeks ago as a couple of weeks after it came to Game Pass. So good. Never thought in a million years that a game that you would predomin- that you would play on Nintendo I'd be able to play it on on yeah. my on on my phone or on my Xbox or on my PC. It's wild.
0: Yeah, I think I'll mainly use XCloud for RPGs. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. But yeah. Cool. All right. Well, I think that's uh, For new games that are releasing, I guess really the only thing is Mass Effect Legendary Edition, right? Oh, that's right. We were going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, I... I mean, really, I don't think anything else would dare to come out around Mass Effect Legendary uh, yeah. Edition. Yeah, I don't
1: know what's coming out next week either. I think Biomutant is next week or the week after, but there's nothing uh, else major going on. Cool.
2: Alright, well, started- I specifically asked the gaming industry not to release anything else because Legendary Edition was coming out. I needed a good like 2 to 3 week buffer. <laughs> yeah. So I could just dive into my nostalgia and live in that world for a couple of weeks.
0: <laughs> cool. Well, we're going to take um take this time to uh end this show and then go right into final boss squad. So if you are watching live on Twitch or you if you're watching on YouTube later, of course. Uh, stick around. Stay tuned for Final Boss Squad, episode number three. Um, and if you're just listening on podcast services, thanks again for tuning in to Final Checkpoint. Again, my name is Joel. Ben is somewhere in the distance. I'm
1: fixing things. Sorry. Things on my desk.
0: Oh, it's crazy. And uh, I want to thank Josh for being uh, here on the show with us. You can find him over on Twitter.com slash Josh Radio. And uh, you can also find him on Twitch.tv slash Tooth